Hello, and welcome to Conspiracy Corner with Lacey and Kara. Welcome back. Um, today, this month, we have, no, this month, not today, this month, we have been talking about national parks and their disappearances. Yeah. How strange they are, mostly. Um, so today, we're going to start diving a little bit deeper into, like, the theories of why stuff like this might be happening because they're just so mysterious and um, there there might be other reasons besides groups and organizations and stuff like that. Um, so just a recap of what we've talked about. So we have talked about the Missing 401 documentary with David Politis. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the numerous disappearances of, um, mysterious disappearances I might add, of multiple children and even some adults. We started the last podcast with MPSSAR, which is National Park Service Search and Rescue, and how they report and now keep a log on missing people and where they go missing, which is now public. But they didn't always keep that log. Correct. So that that is quite recent, um, and a petition did start that, so that's why they're now doing that. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and start diving into the theories because I've got about two and a half pages <laughs> Um, so the first one and one of the, the biggest ones is actually Bigfoot. So one of Davis, David Politis's biggest theories is that Bigfoot is involved. Uh, most of the children were under the age of 10 and no signs of struggle. Trained dogs couldn't even find or follow the scent of the missing children. Mm-hmm. And if they did, the trail always lit up a mountain. Um, now, I know I mentioned this the other week, so I now have, like, an article that also said it. Um, most bizarre similarities that are noted in Patch.com are victims often appear to have traveled long distances. Yeah. For that example. Was mentioned a lot in four, Missing 411 also. Yeah. So, for example, the two-year-old boy named Keith Parkins, who was found 12 miles away, away from where he disappeared, that journey that the little boy took would have made him cross two mountain ranges, fences, creeks, rivers. Like, a two-year-old isn't going to do that, y'all. Yeah. Like, there is absolutely no freaking way. It just is a a lot. Like, that's what I think people aren't realizing. Because could a two-year-old walk that far? Maybe. And if with enough time, maybe. But this is rough terrain. Mm -hmm. There are animals out there. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's what a lot of people, like, were, like, freeze over is like oh yeah a two-year-old could totally do that like they were probably just wandering but it would be really hard to get over some of these terrains or through some of these terrains and then when you throw in like elements like weather there because there were snowstorms rainstorms Mm -hmm. which i'll get into that too um actually right now so another common theme um and this is the one that i had mentioned the other day because i thought it was very strange um is that there is often rain or snow following the disappearance, but the victims are wearing clean, dry clothes when they're if they're found. Yeah, like and even when their clothes strange. are found separate, like the the little boy whose shoes were found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah true. However, Bigfoot has not been proven to exist. What? So how can it really be a theory? So. I found a Patch.com article. I I believe this is from the same article. um, And found out that David Politis, which I don't remember if you mentioned this or not, but 
David Pilatus is actually the executive director of the North American Bigfoot Search Organization. I did not mention that. I don't think I knew that, actually. I found it very interesting. I didn't even know there was an organization for it. There's actually a few organizations, but this, I guess, is the biggest one. Um, they do go f as NABS for short. Um, NABS. <laughs> yeah. So this article was published in 2013. So um, forgive me if my math is wrong, but in the article it said this now seven-year-old seven year old project so that would make it 16 years old now so or at least that's what i'm going with mm -hmm. um begun in silicon valley area by a group of technology executives and they all had an interest in bigfoot um some even had their own experiences with bigfoot which um this particular article didn't really go over like their individual stories but i would be really interested to see some of those yeah. Um, their primary goal was to go locate physical evidence, like hair, so they could DNA test it to prove the biped's existence, which they do refer to Bigfoot as a biped. So if I say biped, I mean Bigfoot. Um, apparently they found some, and they networked with five other Bigfoot organizations to obtain Bigfoot hair samples around the country. Interesting. Yeah. They wanted to make a detailed genetic profile, for Bigfoot. So Politis actually did write two books called The Hoopa Project and Tribal Bigfoot, which I won't go too much into those because oddly enough, they cannot be purchased in very many places. Um, they're pretty sold out everywhere. So people are really wanting to like find out about Bigfoot, I feel like. Or he doesn't have enough copies to sell. I don't know. Um, it could be a mix of both. It could be. Um, I did read somewhere, but I can't remember where I read it, um, that like if you wanted to get the book faster, you should purchase it straight from David Politis. I guess he has he might have a he website. Have, yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was really interesting. Um, so I did get a, a couple things about one of the books. So according to mercurynews.com, um, they did an article on David Politis's book, The Hoopa Project. Mm -hmm. So this book is, um, so Hoopa is actually like a tribe. So it's gotcha. a Native American tribe um, that live in the northeastern, and I'm going to butcher this word, and I don't know how to say it. I'm so sorry. Humboldt County? No, that's right, I think. Is it, is it right? County? That's how I would say it. Um, have apparently been dealing with Bigfoot since early times. Um, so from my understanding, the sketches in that book are actually from the Native American tribe with a professional forensic sketch artist. And David Politis did spend a lot of time with that tribe. Um, so he did eventually like gain their trust and they told him a lot of things. Um, but without reading the book, I don't really have much more evidence or uh, information on that. Which So the Hoopa Project is written by David Politis and you can get it. Um, first of all, fifty dollars on Amazon, yeah. but it, you can get it on the Kindle for fifteen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but the other one, hold on, because the tribal, what is it? The other one, tribal Bigfoot. Yeah, that is actually written. Oh no, it is written by David Politis. It's weird. Oh, and Harvey Pratt. So on this one, it says like when you type it into Google, it says Harvey Pratt, and I was like, well, that's not David Politis, but mm -hmm. it is both of them. So. Um, I don't know if that one's available. I didn't check that one. 
But yeah, so that one is double, like written by two, both of them. Um, Sorry, I'm checking to see. I'm, I might buy both the books. And we have a Kindle, so I might buy them for Kindle. So this one is not available on the Kindle, and it is $45 also. And I'm assuming that's because it's, like, resale. And if it's hard to buy, obviously, supply and demand, people are going to make it a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does say, like, on Amazon itself, it says temporarily out of stock. So, yeah. But the other one yeah. is available on the Kindle. So, yeah, I'd be interested to read that one, too. Um, so Bigfoot has not been proven to exist as of yet. Um, so the search is ongoing. Um, so yeah, Bigfoot, any thoughts on that? Um, I a hundred percent believe in, well, okay. I won't say a hundred percent because I don't know what I believe Bigfoot is or cause I know there's a lot of theories about Bigfoot and we plan to talk about some cryptids and later in the year. Yeah. But <clears throat> so I won't go too into detail about like what I believe or whatever, but I I don't know. I guess going back to and I think I mentioned this last week, what I think I don't understand the most is like it putting myself back into being like six, seven, eight years old, even two and three, because some of them were two or three. I don't know that I would willingly have gone with a Bigfoot mm-hmm. <clears throat> unless there's something like warm and welcoming about him Mm -hmm. that kids aren't afraid of um but i like if the kid isn't going willingly i would expect signs of a struggle i would expect a lot more um i don't know that i think that if i the bigfoot i believe in i don't think is dangerous or doesn't mean to be dangerous but i don't know that a kid would willingly be like this is a comfortable creature i want to go with them you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i just had a thought but I don't know how tangible it is. What if the reason it's only kids and the reason Bigfoot could be involved and why adults can't find it is because he is invisible or imaginary and only kids can see him? Oh. Well, that kind of leads us into the fuzzy man theory because that's essentially what... Yes, but there is a difference between... like the I'm two of them. More than certain, the fuzzy man... Is like more dangerous. Yeah, he's more dangerous, and but like, we're but like we said, him today, we right? think no. Bigfoot is no, we're not. You're you're talking about him next week, um, but like I agree with you. I think Bigfoot is. Um, I don't I don't necessarily know if gentle is the correct word, but I don't think he's like bad. not harmful. Yeah. intentionally. Right. I think that they are probably large may not know their power i mean i my dog is 90 pounds and thinks mm-hmm. he's a lap dog like mm-hmm. um so i i think maybe if bigfoot is like interacting he may not know his strength or she may not know her strength or something but i also think um i i don't know because it also do you think that bigfoot is more human-like or more animal-like well he is a biped so I would say more human-like. Um, so do you think so he can talk? I think he tries to. Okay. I think it kind of like goes along with um, like gorillas are very human-like, mm-hmm. but and they can speak to us in sign language. Yes, if they're if they learn sign language. So that's what I kind of mean by I think he tries to, yeah. but obviously no one sat there and taught him sign language like we have right. taught gorillas sign language. Um, and then, so what about the older people that go missing? I don't think it's Bigfoot related. Okay, so you think that that's strictly kids? 
I think um, the Bigfoot theory is strictly kids. Okay. So then yeah. I wonder too, like. I have a theory later. It's the last one because it's a doozy. Okay. <laughs> that might rope Bigfoot in. Okay. And it's giving me goosebumps right now oh, no. because it was the last thing I found and I was like, oh my God, this is wonderful. Did I send you the picture about, I might've been saving this for my next week, but um, the places where people have gone missing, these national parks, um, the large masses of land, things like that, um, coincide with the nation's um, biggest like caves and caverns. You haven't, but that kind of goes along with my last theory. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that, that, but you might need to touch on the other aspect of it because I don't okay. think I quite talked about like caves and caverns and stuff. Okay. Uh, let me see if I have that too. Okay. Okay. But yes, I do think Bigfoot is real. I, I do too. Just, I think I have an issue with like kids going willingly, but I feel like there could be so much about Bigfoot we don't even know. But then I also like. Kids are also a lot more trusting. Yeah, but like I was saying, like last like week, if like you, if you see a big fuzzy thing, not like not always though. Like even characters they know. Like I worked with Nickelodeon, and you would be shocked. Like their kids decked head to toe in Paw Patrol gear, and then Chase the big dog comes out, and they're mm -hmm. like, "Oh no, nope, <laughs> absolutely not." And even like myself or my kids, like like my daughter always was more welcoming to like princesses at disney mm -hmm. because they're just people but like mickey mouse winnie the pooh like those were not she wasn't like wow i love like going up to them like that was kind of a process so mm -hmm. um i don't know so that would be like if they don't trust these characters they see on tv why are they going to trust this random character in the woods and then like the 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 presence of bigfoot like when i think about like so in florida our equivalent of bigfoot is the skunk ape and he smells really bad like that's how like you know he's been around or you know he's like in the area is because of like the odor that i have not heard that yeah the skunk ape so we have the skunk ape. and that's the thing too is like bigfoot in different regions or areas you think yetis like in colder areas and so like these creatures are different based on area too so mm -hmm. but yeah so like i'm wondering like i don't know that kids would go with a skunk ape because he smells <laughs> so i don't know i just that part of it for me i would need to see it or like understand it or some kid grown up would have to be like i just felt really welcoming or like really welcomed like because maybe it is maybe it's just that like there maybe it's the aura of the bigfoot that makes them feel really calm or welcoming. maybe that's a superpower Maybe, yeah. Because he is supernatural. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So, I do believe in Bigfoot. I just, yeah. I don't know. I just know a lot about kids. And <laughs> I just said that that one's hard for me. Yeah. But I, I do feel that. think there is a Bigfoot. And I, I think you're right. Like, I don't think, I don't get ill will from them. I think they're harmless. But maybe they don't know their strength or their power or their scent. <laughs> exactly. But maybe that's why dogs can't find them. Because they don't even know their scent. And that's true if it's a scent they're not familiar with, you mm -hmm. know. So that is our Bigfoot theory. Um, I mean, let us know. Yeah. Do you believe I in mean, Bigfoot? I mean, we want to know what you guys think. I know Bigfoot is one of the big, like, oops. Um, uh, people, I don't know. Words are really hard today. I don't know, like, people debate it a lot. Because, mm -hmm. And it's, it goes back to aliens and some of those other things. Like, there's no proof. There's no solid yeah. proof. 
I know they have hair samples and footprints and all that, but like anybody could debunk that the same way people debunk crop circles and yeah, all that other stuff. I will say, um, just on a like a side note, really quick, I did read quite a few Reddit threads, <laughs> which this is my first time going down a Reddit wormhole, and I will tell you. It is like TikTok. <laughs> I told you, it's tough. Um, Once you get in, man, it's hard to get back out. But they they agree with you on how would Bigfoot lure a child. Yeah. Especially like, parents. Like, parents are, like, probably, like, no, my kid. And I know we all yeah. do it, right? Like, my kid would never. You know, you hear it time and time again in stories of missing kids. And, and you never know, right? You mm-hmm. never know what your kid would do or who they would go with or who they would trust and wouldn't trust. Like, people are charismatic mm-hmm. and compulsive liars, and you just never know what your kid would do. And I think a million times, like, my kids would never go with a Bigfoot. But, like, mm-hmm. I have no idea. You know what I mean? I have you don't know until no it happens. Idea. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, on a very, very side note, um, I did read a thread about Dior. Mm-hmm. Um and that particular thread does think the parents did it. They were really sketchy. And I, again, as a parent, you don't know how you're going to react in a situation or what you're going to say or mm-hmm. do. And you might be all over the place. But I just, yeah, like people are Apparently always going to look for Apparently the grandpa's friend was play. random. What do you mean random? That's what, that's what that thread, like it was like just a random friend of grandpa's that they had never met. And he was just on the trip. I don't know if they said that he they had never met him in the documentary, but mm-hmm. I just know that it was Grandpa's friend. Mm-hmm. Um, the friend was weird, too. The, it was a weird situation. But mm-hmm. again, like, I try not to judge parents or kids because you just never know. You never know. And mm-hmm. even now, like, you right, we're adults. So you mm-hmm. think, like, oh, I would, not, I would not do some of those things or I would not end up with some of those people or whatever. And you see time and time again, I just saw a meme the other day that was, like, someone like a snapshot of someone's twitter and it was like um i was walk i was on my walk and this girl just told me like in my neighborhood that her dog just had puppies and do i want to see them and i legit followed this girl to her <laughs> car to see these puppies like um yeah i would have said <laughs> no i'm okay thank you right? i'm so, allergic <laughs> so it's just like i'm not gonna follow like even if she did live in my neighborhood right like i don't know you right. like what Put a sign on your lawn. Maybe I'll come to you. <laughs> but, yeah. So, it's just one of those things that's, like, you just never know, like. But, yeah. That situation was weird. And it didn't help that the parents acted super sketch after. Um, at least sketchy in the eyes of everybody on the outside looking in. Yeah. And that's what the thread was saying, too. Was that that's the reason that that scenario got put on Missing 411. Because of how ambiguous it is. Like, yeah. Like, it's just... And it like, was doesn't that, even make any sense. That was the one, like I said, they did it very confusing. But to me, I mean, maybe it works for some people. But I, it was like Dior, Jared, Dior, other kid, like, and it just like bounced around, and mm-hmm. they kept like sliding Dior's story back in because it was the, it was the, the flashy story, right, mm-hmm. or the one that had the most like mystery to it so yeah but i yeah i haven't gone on a reddit thread for that but i should because i'd be interested to see what people are saying yeah there's a there's a reddit bot that automatically answers as soon as you post anything about missing 401 Mm -hmm. it's very strange (laughs) that is weird yeah just just go see it (laughs) like every single new one that i went to the bot answered first like it was really weird 
it was basically saying like anything related to this topic, yada yada yada. It's like a like an asterisk yeah. of information kind of thing. Like it was really weird. Crazy. Like I've never I don't seen know. that on Reddit. And I don't come for me. I go on some weird Reddit wormholes. Some that I would like to have never I gone down. I think it's because <laughs> of the fact it is missing four oh one and it's a new brought to light topic. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why I don't Spend, know. Sends people spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> but back to our theories. So I'm gonna move on to um the mystery creature in Lake Mead. So Oh, really quick. Sorry. Yes. What was the ca- Humboldt County? Humboldt. I need to look that up because there is a really sorry, sorry to sidetrack. There's a really popular case there and I don't know what it is now. Keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to look now <laughs> that I remember. Um so this information was uh retrieved, I guess would be a good word, from azcentral.com. Um, so Lake Mead was actually created by the Hoover Dam and it covers part of Arizona and Nevada. The story of Lake Mead is that on July 21st, 1948, a B-29 bomber crashed into the lake and, uh, and fuel polluted big areas of the lake. Um, so not long after the crash, there was a man caught releasing alligators into Lake Mead. Um, and the theory on that of why he did that is that they were pets and had grown too big to handle. Um, I don't know how many alligator farmers are in Arizona and Nevada, but I guess this is a good theory. Um, so the alligators were released into the body of water that was polluted with aviation fuel and maybe other pollutants. <laughs> we don't even know. <laughs> yep. So they said... Yo. This is polluted. Let's throw in some alligator. Like, did these well, people- I don't know if the man that released the alligators into Lake Mead knew. Okay. Like, I but was gonna say- at the same time, this is 1948. How fast are they going to get a, a B-29 bomber out of the lake? Right. Like, did it just sink? Process. Like, how deep is even Lake Mead? That's a great question. I've never heard of it. Because I, I didn't find out, like, where the bomber crashed. Um but I'm, I imagine I just it's think, pretty big. Um, it's interesting because I just think about like, um, what is that movie with the giant alligator? I don't know. Lake Pla- Lake Placid. There's like one and two, and it, it, it's like this old lady feeding these giant alligators. But like, it's essentially uh, the no. same thing. <laughs> like they're like, th- it's like the alligator equivalent to like something like Jaws, mm-hmm. like the oversized alligator. The only thing terrifying about that is like you can get out of the ocean, but like alligators can come on land. Right. Um, Lake Mead is, uh, waterfall, max depth, 532 feet or 162 meters at its deepest points. That's pretty deep. Yeah, it's pretty deep. It's not like a mile or anything, but. No, but I would imagine that that's only in the middle. It just says it has a max depth. Yeah. And it's also. Interesting. Wait, what? Water volume. Oh, never mind. I like how much w- water it holds. Yeah, but I thought it was saying the distance because it says acre per acre ton acre feet. I don't know acre. Anyway, that's not it. Just move on. I'm okay. <laughs> it is five hundred thirty-two feet deep. Okay. So <laughs> theoretically, I guess in in a couple weeks, if they didn't remove the bomber, it's probably still there. Maybe I'm not sure. I think um, that, like, in that time frame, they probably would have just left it there, right? Maybe. 
I don't feel like we would have had the equipment in 1948 to get a plane out of a lake. I really don't. But I could be wrong. But... It is still there. It is still there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it sunk. So uh, I would imagine that this man didn't, you know, see the plane, um, nor did he probably think fuel leaked into the lake. Um, but in either case, um, he did release the alligators into the body of water that was polluted with that fuel. Um, and possibly other pollutants, who knows, um, and could have a radioactive fallout from nuclear bomb testing that the government wasn't talking about, which I didn't find much anything on that, but I just wanted to mention Probably it. not supposed to. Probably, <laughs> sorry. Um, so in the end, they, um, quote-unquote, mutated and got big by eating the fish in the lake. So there have been numerous sightings, um, and Lake Mead has the highest missing persons rate record. Um, they're like five, oh, they're like over four, 500. They were number one. Um, Lake Mead, like the park or like just the lake? Is it um, like the whole it's, park? it's the Lake Mead recreation area. Okay. Um, but most, if not all of the missing persons that have been recorded there are water related. That makes sense. Does it say any, did it say anything about like strong currents or anything? I didn't find anything like that. Okay. No. Um, but I did <laughs> watch the video um, and saw a few photos. Um, but there was this one particular one that stood out. Because I'm not really sure. Because I couldn't really picture it because of the way that it was drawn. But there apparently was this like little boy that went on vacation there. And I, I'm sorry. I, got, I definitely got this from Reddit. But I definitely didn't source it. So if it's yours, just let us know. Um, and he was there with his mom and his sister, and he was in the water snorkeling, um, and, like, just out of nowhere, this giant black triangle is all he remembers, like, coming out of the water, and his mom and his sister saw it, too. Interesting. Yeah. So, a USO. What's a USO? (laughs) Unidentified submerged object? Is it? Let me see. I think it's a USO. Um, sorry, keep going. But that that's actually very, like, I would say more recently, though, um, those have become more and more common. Like, people are seeing UFOs either go into the water or come out of the water. Okay. Yeah. He saw it come out of the water. Yeah. And I'm, his mom and his sister saw it, too. So, obviously, his mom's freaking out, telling him to get out of the water. Um, yeah, and all he can see. It's U-S-O, unidentified submerged objects. Interesting. I yeah. didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll try, I'll actually try and um, find that photo again, and I will give credit to that Reddit user. Because um, I, I remember it was a Reddit thread, because he had a picture that he had drawn on his computer, and he hand-drew one, and then his sister drew one. Um, yeah, and they all pretty much look alike. Um, with very minor detail differences. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really strange. I'll, I'm going to write a note to get that. Um, okay, but yeah, that's all I have on the Lake Mead creature. It's actually, like, I couldn't find a lot of information on it. I searched for about 45 minutes, 
and I was and I pretty much gave up after that. Um, but apparently there is a creature in Lake Mead, so don't go swimming in Lake Mead. I would advise against it. Um, so I am going to move on to groups and organizations. So the only thing I could really find um, about groups and organizations, because I'm more than certain those are pretty covered up, um, was if the national parks were home to feral people or maybe even cannibals, um, which I found interesting because I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know if I believe this one so much, but it's not too far-fetched. Um, so I will say, um, sorry, I just mm -hmm. turned on you. Um, I have heard about like the feral people, but I feel like that could also go with like the Bigfoot theory. Mm -hmm. Um, especially it could. if you're like far enough away and you're not actually seeing anything, you're just seeing like remnants of like very human-like remnants, right? Like food scraps or... Um, things like that, because I don't think feral people would be wearing, like, clothing, obviously, so it would be very mm -hmm. similar. Um, but I have seen, even when I was doing more research on the 411 children, like, missing 411 children, like, that is an, a, another common one, too. And I have seen, too, that, like, feral people could be very aggressive, mm -hmm. um, which goes back to, like, there's, like, an island, I think it's off the coast of, like, Japan or, um, like, somewhere off the coast of, like, Asia somewhere. I, I don't know where it is, but um, it's in, like, that, like, Pacific region, and it has, like, a, a native tribe on the island, and it's, like, the oldest native tribe, like, still around that's, like, been, like, not communicated. Like, we haven't, like gone there or like communicated with them or um or anything like that and then um like because if we did like we could bring them diseases we could like kill them essentially but they also don't let anybody close like because they would just kill us like if we tried to enter right um and they so like I don't know that that would be considered feral people, but they are very aggressive and very protective of their land and their space. So if there's people out in these forests, these national forests, like they're just maybe being really protective of their space. I would agree with that. I need to look into Lake Mead a little bit more because I, I have questions, but that's a different topic for a different day. Okay. Um, <laughs> um. Yeah, so I do want to read um, some TikTok stories that I found on this particular theory um, mm -hmm. because traction was gotten from TikTok on this theory. Okay. Um, and it was pretty pretty recent, January, February of 2021. Um, so I'm getting older. Yeah. So the first story is um, by Ariel, and she's at The Present Believer um, on TikTok if you want to follow her. Um, but in her video, she claims she was camping with her husband and daughter in Big Bend National Park. Later on their fifth day, they stayed the night at the lodge in the basin and hung out on the patio. At one point, they heard multiple people screaming off in the distance. Then a woman screamed, we're going to die. Ariel claimed the blood curdling scream went on. Finally, she heard a woman's voice saying, I love you. Just know that. She also um, allegedly heard a child screaming mommy 
and other voices saying help and call a ranger. Okay, wait, pause. Mm -hmm. Um, So you are saying that this is equivalent to like groups and organizations? Yes. Um, Did she, what does she think happened to her? Um, I don't know if I read that or not. Okay, because I'm wondering if that, that seems very like skinwalker to me. The yelling and the help, call someone, like, that seems very skinwalker. Let me, let me finish this and then let's talk more okay. about that. So Ariel said they immediately called the police and a park ranger, but they found nothing. She explained that they asked about the family the next day, but none of the park employees or park rangers knew what she was talking about. After Ariel's vid- video, another um, other TikTok users started posting their own stories and theories about bizarre happenings in the wilderness but there are no official reports or documentations to document these claims. Um, so she does not say um, what her theory is on that. Just what um, happened to her. Yeah, but she posted, obviously she wrote like a comment, um, and it says, so no one knows what we're talking about because everyone's okay and accounted for, right? So <laughs> I don't think she even knows what happened, um, but that TikTok was actually removed. Interesting. But um, other TikTok users did record it and reposted it. Oh, of course. Nothing's removed from the internet of course. anymore. Yeah. So I found that one really interesting. And I do agree with you. It sounds a lot more like a skinwalker. And also, yeah. I almost had nightmares last night because I saw a picture of a skinwalker on one of the articles I was reading. I was like, F that. <laughs> Bye-bye. That um, is why I am not doing the Skinwalker one, because <laughs> I will have nightmares. Yeah, I, yeah, that's interesting. Do you have the link to her TikTok? Um, I have a TikTok here, um, and there's another one, um, but I'm not sure which one it is. Okay. But I, the link is in uh, my notes. Your links. Okay, I'm yeah. going to look through that, because I would um, be interested to watch that. Just because, yeah, like, the whole, like, um, mimicking, like, noises for help like a, a child or you know yeah because they form into uh, people you know right right or yeah. like things that are familiar to you or mm-hmm. things that are supposed to sound familiar to you yeah. at least that's my understanding um we're gonna dive a little bit more into skinwalkers but we might yeah that shit's gonna be real good <laughs> um this I is do, from driveinvibin.com can i pause really quick for. um i did look up that group because it was gonna drive me nuts and i i'm sorry that it's definitely off of the coast of like um actually doesn't say but it's the north sentinel island and it's the sentinelese sentinelese people um they are the last remaining one of the last remaining groups to reject contract from the outside world so they have this like island to themselves cool um so sorry i just needed to say that because i definitely butchered everything about it um but yeah so that's weird so i wonder if she heard people or a skinwalker that was trying to get her to go out into the woods and, like, look for this child that needed help or look for... Oh, so you don't think there was another family. You think the skinwalker was trying to lure them out. If it's a skinwalker, yeah. Interesting. Um, Okay. Yeah, because they would have been mimicking, like, a bunch of different sounds and noises, which are, in this case, people's voices, Mm -hmm. to sound like they needed help. Because then, and, like nobody i know would but people would go out and be like 
You know, I feel like I say that I would go out. No, I not in this instance. Wouldn't. I, and I know people who may. I know some some really brave souls. <laughs> Bless their hearts. <laughs> I would not. I would be like, nope. I'm gonna. But I also lean on the edge of conspiracy. So like yeah. to me, I might jump to, oh my gosh, that's a skinwalker. And yeah, like, that's like where your mind will automatically go. A sane go. person yeah. next to me might be like, that's a screaming child. So like. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think that's why, like, I want to see her original. I need to see her original, like, story, I think. I think I need to see it to see what if I think it was another family or if I think it was a skinwalker. Okay. And I don't know a whole lot about skinwalkers. We're going to research it and talk about it. But I wonder, too, if, they're, if, like, skinwalkers can, like, group up. Like, I know that... Like, if they go in groups or if they're a singular hunter? Right. Like, so I okay. know that, like, what I've seen and read, um, they can mimic certain voices, like, different voices. So, like, one could be making all of these different voices. But what if it was two or three? Because it was her and her husband, right? And her child. And her child. So one skinwalker may not have been able to take over the whole family unit or, like you know i see that so yeah. i wonder if they like are in packs you know and so they like were working as a pack to get i have that photo come. ingrained in my mind so of sorry. the skin water uh, skin walker like it is absolutely terrifying and i would never want to come across one like yeah, ever. i think people who come across them are like never heard from again like That's i don't know that anyone jesus christ oh my god that scared the crap out of me what is happening <laughs> um I wonder if... Sorry for that uncalled for uh, I know, that commercial. Gave, that gave me, like, goosebumps. <laughs> oh, my God. That scared me. Um, but, yeah. So, I wonder... And we need to stop talking about skinwalkers. I like I'm over it. I need, to lo- <laughs> I need to know a little bit more about that. But, yeah. That was weird. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, so, there was another user by the name of Mal, and um, their handle is coincidence.theorist. And they live in the Appalachia. And explained that local lore suggests feral people have lived there for centuries. So I'm like where um, Ariel had camped, mm-hmm. feral people are known to be there. Which makes sense because like not every human had to become the same. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. had to become as like, what is it called? Mm, I don't know. That we're like, we like go to work and like eat food and wear clothes like habitual or humanoids i don't know but like they don't all they didn't all have to do that so like there could be plenty of feral people in multiple states just like that never like transitioned to like 21st century which is not what i wanted to say but Mm -hmm. i feel that yeah um, and she was one of the ones that um, commented on Ariel's TikTok before it was deleted. Mm-hmm. Um, and even they said it's unclear if she did deleted it or if TikTok did. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't it's kind of scary. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to move on because I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> um, but another, um, it's not really a group or organization, mm-hmm. but I put it in this category because. I don't feel like it fit any Anywhere other else. ones. I think it fits here, good. Um, so, strangeoutdoors.com. That's where I got this. That's a great website. That's a great website. Um, so, there could also be the possibility of foul play, always. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't really like a supernatural thing, um, but serial killers have operated in the wilderness before. Um, so one example I have is Gary Hilton, who is the um, National Forest serial killer who murdered several hikers in 2007. Um, and the reason that I, I put the serial killers part is because it's not only children that are being mm-hmm. like or that are mysteriously disappearing. It's also adults. And I, I know that there are serial killers that focus and prey on children, but not a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's mostly adults, and I think that the foul play comes more in for the adults. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, there was also the trailside killer, David Carpenter, and, um, you know, there's always the possibility that there's just another serial killer in the national parks. Um, hikers and visitors who visit the wilderness could have also discovered, like, illegal drug manufacturing facilities or other criminal activity. Um, my example for that one is Arvin Nelson. Um, he disappeared in the Ventana Wilderness in the Los Padres National Forest in California. I will so. say, I think that this has a lot of substance. I think there could I definitely be too. serial killers working out there. I think there could be even... Um, I don't think they would work like in groups, though. No, I definitely it think would it's like a singular more, thing. Yeah, I don't think there's like a serial killer organization out Mm -hmm. in the national parks but that would be quite interesting yeah (laughs) and very possible but i just don't think it's out there right now yeah me neither that doesn't mean it's not yeah um i know that like um when you think of like a serial killer organization like there's like the smiley face killer which a lot of people still don't know a whole lot about. don't tell me about it (laughs) but anyway like that could be just a group of like copycats essentially. So basically like they're saying like there was one original smiley face killer and then like there's like a group or like a deep web page where like they can or dark web page where they like talk to each other and then like now there's like a bunch of copycat smiley face killers. But anyway, so like something like that is very possible. Um I I think that um many um many um serial killers are intelligent um i think that they are resourceful mm-hmm. so i think they could definitely be out like hiding in the woods um and so that but yeah i mean it just depends on like which parks which you know forests which kids or adults or like it they all have think of it as folders right Mm -hmm. so each park has a folder each missing person has a folder and so like all of those folders are not in the same binder because like that would make that would mean that there's a serial killer in every park Mm -hmm. but i think you could take some of the folders or some of the stories and put them all in the folder of one of these serial killers or one of those serial killers or somebody you know and the difference though for serial killers is there's usually a common factor Mm -hmm. like so I don't, I, I haven't looked into everybody, obviously. So I couldn't tell you like, oh, well, these people fit that serial killer mm-hmm. and these people fit that serial killer. Like that would take a lot and a lot of research. I bet someone on Reddit has done it. I f- wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> um, I did find um, that story that I was mentioning about Lake Mead and the big black triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was posted by Joey BH underscore. Or I don't know if the underscores include. I don't know how Reddit works, but yeah. I think. Um, and it was posted four years ago. 
all I typed in was Lake Mead Creature Stories Reddit, and it's the first one. Oh, okay. I'll just look that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So I'll look into that a little more. Yeah. Um, um, that's where I went into, like, the threads and stuff, and I read a bunch of stuff. What um, did you type? Lake Mead what? Uh, Lake Mead Creature Stories Reddit. And it says, I've encountered something strange in Nevada's Lake Mead. <laughs> I would say it's quite strange. Um, but yeah, so that's groups and organizations. Um, the My next one is like a very, very, very tiny theory. Um, but it has, I mean, a little bit of substance. So I thought I'd mention it, but I don't want to really talk about it too much. Um, so there is something called a Wendigo. Um, I did mention it last week. Mm -hmm. This is from Rinker.com. Um, this is a less common theory, uh, but the missing people could have been taken by an evil spirit called the Wendigo. Um, so a Wendigo comes from, I'm going to butcher this name, I'm so sorry, um, Algonquin folklore? Algonquin? Al Al Algonquin? There is an N, yeah, Algonquin? Al yeah, that. Yep. Um, and there is an e evil spirit that terrorizes woods and forests. Um, in their folklore. Um, and the U.S. National Park land was actually taken from this tribe who believes in the Wendigo. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I don't know how much substance it actually holds, but I do think that we should look into it just because mm -hmm. uh, it, it could it could be related. I don't it really know could much be. about the Wendigo, but yeah, I, I've heard stories. So. I mean, I, I've watched a lot of Charmed. And they definitely cover the Wendigo yeah. a few times. Um, yeah, I, I definitely believe in Wendigos. I don't know how common they are. Um, or again, if this is something, like going back to the serial killer thing, is this just one specific park, one specific area, one specific right. state? Exactly. So, yeah. Okay, now we get into, like, my favorite theory. Okay. <laughs> so, interdimensional travel and multiverse portals. Mm -hmm. This one gets freaking freaky man um so i did find this really awesome posting um on cora.com which i'll get to it i want to do a little explanation but he basically just is like saying what he thinks is happening but it makes so much sense okay. like the way that he typed it it was amazing um okay but from strangeoutdoors.com so Scientists have theorized that parallel universes could exist. These interact with our universe only through gra gravity and quote-unquote leakage between universes. But how often do these universes connect? So one of my examples for that, um, one of our friends, Megan, sent us this TikTok um, about staircases. Oh, my God. Which was absolutely terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> like... Apparently, if you walk up to the, like walk up the staircase, and these staircases are like just in the yeah, middle so of the to wilderness. Preface, it's yeah. like these staircase. Think like worn down buildings, right? Like yeah, the staircases are all that remain. Yeah, out in the middle of the woods, mm -hmm. and like I would say, like I I I don't do a lot of crazy things, but I think I would maybe not after watching the TikTok. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But prior to the TikTok, that. I think I may have walked up them the Facts. same way. Me because too. And many of them, you can see the top. Right. So it's not like, and like kids all the time, I imagine, climb up and jump off. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or go up there and sit. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, yeah, this was a weird one. And and I agree with you. Like before I watched that TikTok, I 100% would have climbed up the staircases. See, I don't know about 100%, but I 100% I, may, I would have. I may have. <laughs> I, I 100% would have. Um, but now I will not be walking up any staircases in the middle of the wilderness because it is terrifying that there could be a portal yeah, opening at the top. At the top. Yeah. And you just disappear. And there were, like, Which, stories I wonder involved. if that makes sense because, like, in houses, they say that the portals, if you believe in that, that, like, portals can be closets or doorways. So, like, a stair, like, the top of a staircase could be seen as, like, a doorway. Yeah. Exactly. But an invisible doorway. Right. Because you can't see a portal. Right. Well, you see... You well, see doorways. See, you don't see portals. It's hard to explain because, like, actually sometimes when you see a portal, you do see what's on the other side. So it's not really like a quote-unquote doorway, but it's like you're seeing a different not dimension. Not always, though, because I'm thinking of portals more as, like, where the spirit realm can come through and, like, hot spots for spirits, and you can't okay, always I'm see not those. it like that. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can see that. So, like, you can, like, th- like people will say that, like, their kids' closets are haunted, right? Like, yeah. there's always the story of, like, the boogeyman in the closet. And, like, it, I've watched, like, um, like haunting shows where, like, they will say, like, the closets are hot spots because there's a portal in there. But, like, you can't see it with the naked eye. But the spirits can cross over using it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Now so you I just confirmed that I will never walk up these staircases. Because <laughs> 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 um, I definitely wasn't thinking that scary yeah um yeah i was thinking more just like traveling through dimensions where you do see the other side yeah. okay yeah never walking up a staircase <laughs> in the middle of the wilderness anyway um so back to cora.com so this one was super freaking interesting um so the main question that was asked 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 um was what is your explanation for the bizarre disappearances of people in national parks, David Politis writes about in his books, Missing 411. So I do, I only took like a couple things. So by all means, please go read his, um, what he wrote. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely more to it. I just pulled um, spark notes from it. And we put the links in our description. So Yeah. Um, so you can always go do that. Um, so this response was by Robert T. Hohen. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to read this really slow. Mm -hmm. So David Politis told us about clusters where many disappearances take place. It is considered his opinion. And by he, I mean, Robert, that these clusters contain portals to another dimension. So the clusters that we're talking about are like the hotspots in every national park around the world. Okay. Um, which is going into my theory with that in the caves okay exactly um so this would be considered a natural phenomenon right just portals coming in through right for different dimensions and stuff like that yeah so when they're closed obviously nothing happens but when they're open that's when people disappear so the portal opens up and if the right conditions are met and by conditions, I mean all of those things that David Politis has found about the weather, about the children, about the dogs not being able chills. to find. Yeah. Yeah, bro, <laughs> this is fire. Like, I love this. Um, so, and the way that he puts it was, 
a synchronicity between, uh, I can't say it's big words, man, meteorological conditions, meteorological, meteorological conditions, astronomical conditions, and atmospheric okay, conditions. Hold on, wait. <laughs> David Politis talks about the presence of water, rocks, and berries. Okay, I don't know about rocks and berries, but for a second, I'm not okay. a scientist, and okay. I, I like to preface with that because sometimes what I say sounds real dumb, and <laughs> I think it sounds really good, but like scientists are like, no, uh, or like science majors. So, um, okay, when you say like meteorological um, conditions, I think, I think like lightning, right? So like, what if like the shift in the like electromagnetic force in the sky right mm -hmm. i don't know what it's called that like creates lightning but like like people say all kinds of stuff like when lightning is present right people mm -hmm. get headaches when there are storms people you know so like what if that shift is what's opening the portals like the electromagnetic shift it could be that um from my understanding, I think meteorological means, or maybe it's atmospheric that the, he means by this, but like rain and snow, mm -hmm. would that be meteorological? Yeah. Atmos I it think would be atmospheric too because it, it would come from the atmosphere. The atmosphere okay. would change. Yeah. I Okay. I, I like the lightning thing though because when there's rain, there's more, there's usually lightning. A at least thunder, yeah. at the very least. Well, to have thunder, you have to have lightning because you have to split the cloud for the thunder to happen. I thought thunder came first and then it was no, lightning. it's lightning then thunder. Oh. It's like the split and then the shift. That's oh. what causes. I did take an intro to meteorology okay. class. <laughs> I did learn that. Um, That's very interesting. Okay. I just think about like that because electricity is so wild to me. And I, I also it. have not heard the berry thing, but I did um, see something br very briefly in one of the links that I was looking into um, about berries and that, um, let me see if I can find Well, one of the kids went missing behind like a berry bush. He went behind a berry bush during like hide and seek or something and then was never seen again. Oh, that's the one I talked about the other week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is from vice.com. Um, People disappear and are found in the middle of berry bushes, Politis writes. So, yeah. So, I guess he does talk about berry bushes and stuff. I don't know that there are a lot of those, mm -hmm. though. Or maybe there is, and there it just hasn't been linked yet. Maybe, yeah. Because um, I'd imagine in a wilderness, there are quite a bunch of, like, you know, toxic berries, berries you can eat, just, like, kind of And that's there. what people say, too, is that, like, when people are out, like, stuck in the woods, they, like, you can't eat every berry, Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, that people get desperate and they eat berries and then they succumb to, like, nature and then right. they just, we never see them again. But I just, and that's likely, but I don't think everyone is out there desperate enough to eat dangerous berries either. Mm -hmm. And that's very, the biggest issue with all of these is, like, I always go back to, like, not everyone trusts Bigfoot. Not everyone is eating poisonous berries. Not mm -hmm. everyone is being followed by a serial killer. Like, not everyone, not everyone. And so, like... And that's the thing, too, is, like, I think we need to just be comfortable with the fact that maybe each national park has its own story or each mm -hmm. national forest has its own story. Like, they're not – maybe they're linked. not all connected. Right, or they are. Mm -hmm. But maybe they're I'm not. I'm leaning towards the linked after this, this theory. This yeah. theory. Um, so uh, 
I'm going back into his posting on Cora. Mm-hmm. So when the missing person enters the portal, he is either teleported to another dimension or teleported to another space in our dimension. So a three-year-old child can be teleported to the top of a mountain without having to climb a foot. Right, which makes sense with all the, t- the kids and people who have traveled mm-hmm. lot, like 12 distances. miles through yeah. rough terrain. So since groups don't normally go missing, we can deduce that the portals are quite small. So how does the victim disappear in it? Because like, what is the likelihood that you're going to run into this portal if it's small? It's pretty unlikely. Mm-hmm. So his theory is they're being lured. And that's where I find the link to Bigfoot. But what would Bigfoot get out of luring people into? Okay. We don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some non-human intelligence is at work that uses the portal phenomenon to radically alter the consciousness of the victim to lure him into the portal with a kind of hypnosis at a distance. And the uh, obviously the unclear portion of this is why, right? And that's always what I'm going to look for is the why. Like why? Yes. What do they get out of that? Yes. And I and I absolutely have to thank Robert Tehillen for this because he blew my mind. Yeah, I definitely like. I can definitely get behind a portal theory. Yeah. And there, the whole electromagnetic field and. The atmosphere and meteorological conditions. Meteorological, yes. Mm-hmm. Meteorological, yes. Whatever. Um, I, so I can definitely get behind that. Um, the staircases are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, kids being seen in different parks and different... Yeah. <laughs> My final thought on this is I think that there is a link between Bigfoot and portals, um, especially since there are clusters around the world that the portals could be linked to, which I'm super excited because I want I, I really want you to f- deep dive deeper into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to send you this picture really quick. Okay. Because I feel like these... So, okay, the picture I have says the top map shows mysterious cases of missing of people vanishing without a trace. The bottom map shows America's largest cave systems. But what if they're not necessarily just linked to cave systems? What if they're linked to, like, higher electromagnetic fields? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, what if the portals can be more likely in these areas based on the conditions? Cases of people vanishing without a trace. Okay, so I'm guessing, is it the darker colors that have more people or the lighter colors that have more people missing? Darker. Okay, Um, and the bottom map shows America's largest cave systems. But what if this cave system, like what if the cave systems or this bottom map are also linked to like high energy fields causing those? We could probably find that because someone's definitely done a oh, scientific sure. research on electromagnetic fields. Yeah, but 100%. I'm wondering if it would look like these two maps. This is going to work. <laughs> um, I want to look, but we're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I'm going to write a note here. Um, electro. We'll, we'll probably bring this up again next week. I do think this is a good theory. I think it has a lot of substance. 
I just, I feel like I don't know enough scientifically. Which we're not scientists, so I don't know that we ever will. Yeah. But at least we can prompt. Right. You know? So, yeah, I think that this one does have a lot of substance. I don't know if I agree that there's a link to Bigfoot in this one. Okay. Because I just, I need to know why. Why would Bigfoot be bringing them? Like, do they get something in return? Like, or are they also linked to this other, these other dimensions or these other timelines? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you go into, like, theories like groups and organizations or, like, feral beings... What if there is something like that that comes through the portal and takes people or children back? Or instead of portals, we're using cave systems. Right. I guess, yeah. Like, so that, like, I think there are links in here. I just don't know what they are. This is so, this is why I've wanted to talk about this for so long. And this is why I'm so passionate about this. Like, this is wild to me. Like, I have goosebumps. There's so much on our own continent that, like, is it making sense? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I just, like, not enough people are talking about this. Not enough people even know that this is happening. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot to continue to deep dive. And we might have to do a whole nother month. I know we're going to do one more thing on theories and some mm-hmm. of the darker theories. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we probably will be revisiting these topics multiple um, times. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note... Um, you have heard our final thoughts. Tell us yours. Yeah, please. I need to know what everybody thinks. <laughs> <laughs> we um, are on Spotify, so if you miss the show, you can go there to listen to it. Um, and we also have Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter at Conspiracy Corner VC. Um, and we will end with some good news. So we need it. <laughs> yeah, we need some good news after these theories. Um, a judge restores protections for gray wolves across much of the U.S. That makes me very happy because I love wolves. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a wolf, but they're I've seen precious. a coyote. I don't think I've ever seen a wolf. Maybe at like a, like a zoo or something. They're very spiritual. They are. Like, leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. I know my friend had a, do- a dog that was like half wolf. Huskies are usually half wolf. No, it wasn't a husky. It was like half wolf, half something else. Some other kind of big dog, like a Burmese mountain dog or something. Something big. Okay, mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something big, but um, I never got to meet it. I would have loved to meet it. But she had, she was like, yeah, it's half wolf. And I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> but Sent in the DNA. Yeah. To the and maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess dogs all kind of have a link back to wolves. But mm-hmm. yeah, pretty crazy. But that's good. Good for them. Yeah. So that is the end of our show for today. Come hang with us next week. See you then. Yeah, we'll see you then. We're now doing Saturdays at 11. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we're excited. We had to move our day again. But I think this day w- will work a little bit better. So. Yes. I agree. Um, so we'll see you next time. See you then. Bye. Bye.